Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thanks for joining me in my last day of stewardship. I'm talking about stewardship, and yesterday I talked a lot about giving, a lot about money, a lot about time and energies, and we need to live that way. Well, listen to Romans chapter 12 in just a moment after I pray, but at verse 9, I'm going to read a few verses, and I want you to listen to them. Dear Father in heaven, we love you. I give you thanks for a great day. I give you thanks that you have taken care of us so incredibly. Thank you for watching over each of our lives. And Lord, during this weird time in our lives, I pray you would continue to take care of us. Take care of our needs. May we honor you first in all we do. I give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Paul wrote a great letter to the Church of Romans, to the Roman people. He said this in Romans 12, 10 through 13, or 9 through 13. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Wow, pretty heavy. You want to go back and read that again? Romans 12, 9 through 13. You might want to read that. Take some time with that this week and ask God what you're to be about. You know, there are many crooked bosses in the world, only considering the wealth they are bringing to themselves and treating their employees as low life. There are employees that are robbing their workers, not paying them what they're earning. We see that all the time. I remember years ago, I had a close friend who asked, you know, asked one of my friends to, uh, that, hey, I need some help uh, doing some hard labor, some digging, some ditches and different things. And uh, he was excited to do it. He was a young kid. He said, I worked for 16 hours killing myself. And the boss wrote me a generous check for $16. He was so frustrated. Needless to say, there was a little animosity about my friend. We are, we are told to pay an honest wage for honest work. And you have, uh, and we have been talking about that. And we know what the Bible wants us to, to do that. We want to be responsible. I believe people need to pay an honest wage. In fact, for lunch today, we went to Olive Garden. And uh, we had a great lunch with my staff. I had a waiter. I don't even know his name. I should ask his name. He was unbelievable. He was tremendous. And, you know, and I told him he was. And we left him a very large tip, over double what you'd normally leave somebody because we wanted to honor how good he worked and how faithful he is. We must learn to be responsible with what God's entrusted us with. We almost look in the mirror and ask ourselves, are we living responsibly with what God has given us? Are we true stewards of what God has provided us? You know, as a messenger of God, it's wrong for me not to speak about what God has told us to speak about. God has laid out in the Word of God in Micah and all through the Old Testament and the New uh, about, you know, talking about giving. And pastors hate talking about it because we don't want to we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. We don't want people to feel guilty. But folks, if we don't preach the word of God, if we don't preach God's truth, you know, where are we going to be? If people did not tithe to the churches, there would be no churches. You know, and they say most churches average tithe is twenty percent. People give only twenty percent of the people give tithe. About another forty to fifty percent give an offering, you know, five a dollar here, five here, whatever, but actual biblical tithing, only about twenty percent. Do that? Can you imagine if everybody tithe or fifty percent tithe? We could take care of missions across the world, help the homeless, help those that are hungry. You know, feed the poor, do many, many things. 
And I just pray that God gets a hold of people's hearts, that they would give to God. We are asked to give to God. Yes, throughout the Old Testament and the New, we are asked to give to God. Many miss out on God's blessing because we don't give. Look at Malachi chapter 3. You know, verse 6, six to 10, Malachi. I don't know why I said Malachi. Uh, I know that's Malachi. But this is, the, of course, the main passage in the Old Testament, right at the very end of the Old Testament. And, you know, I didn't have it marked in my Bible because I wasn't going to share the passage. But I thought, you know, I ought, to, I ought to share the passage. So here it is, chapter 3. I finally got to it, verses 6 through 10. He says this. He says, I, the Lord, do not change. So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your ancestors, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. He's kind of chiding them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says Almighty God. Folks, that's good for all right there. Return to God, and he will return to you. But you ask, how do we return? Will a mere mortal rob God? Yet you rob me. Here's God. You know, you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithes and offerings. You're under a curse, your whole nation, because you're robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in the house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. And if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing on you, and there will be room enough to store it. Wow, that's big. Malachi 3, 6 or 10. The word tithe means 10%. You will actually find that in the dictionary. God even asks us to test him in this to see if he won't open the floodgates of heaven and take care of us. A tithe goes to God. I don't direct it. I direct offerings. My 10% goes straight to the church and anything I want to give elsewhere, I give in offerings to different things. I give to a lot of things. I give to Christian Living Magazine. I give to missions across the world. I That's in, in my life. I give to uh, the FCA, uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. You know, there's a lot of things we give to. I just did my taxes recently, and and I had, a, I think, a list of six or seven things we give to amongst, uh, above, what we tithe to the church. And it's because God has blessed us. And you know what? I don't miss it. And God anoints it. We give our tithes uh, to our place of worship where we serve. You know, that's that's what we do. I've told this congregation, my congregation, I said back in the beginning when there were so few people, as I was a pastor, I said, I will be modeling tithing. If you ever want to know what I tithe, I will tell you. My wife and I, uh, the year I, a few years ago when I was I first wrote a sermon, this sermon, I told the church that I had given 18% of my income to the church and 2% to some outside charitable organizations. I don't tell you that to say, oh, look at me. Look at Pastor Tom. I'm telling you this to say, God honors tithe. My bills are paid. I have no debt except for my home. Some might say, well, you know, maybe make too much money. I have news for you. My salary and my staff salary are wonderful for us, but they're under average salaries of churches our size across America. But you know what? We honor God. God simply takes care of those who honor him first. It is a principle. I've seen it. I lived it. I, I tell you this little story. I've told it before on the radio. Years ago, I was trying to figure out how much money to give. I, it was when uh, it was when Katrina uh, had the, the problem in our church. We wanted to send money. And I, I was going to give $20 or $30 above my tithe. I just had that. And I just I felt in my prayer time that God laid on my heart, I want you to give $200. And I said, 200, Lord, it was a lot tighter then. I said, no, I, you know, that's just, I want you to give $200. Well, I gave $200. And uh, and then I thought, Lord, it's yours. I'm going to listen to you. And I thought, well, 
man, that's, I hope this doesn't cut us short, but I just gave it to God and, and our church took up an offering with uh, what we took down there and this vehicle we gave him, gave him $27,000. God had blessed it. But not only that, it was within a several weeks later, my wife and I got a gift for exactly a hundred times that, a $20,000 gift. And I knew it was God. I knew it was God saying, you were obedient. I wanted to bless you for that. I know it to this day. And I've had other stories just exactly like that. Folks, you're going to reap what we sow. Second Corinthians 9, 6, remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. I just recently, just recently, a couple weeks ago, did a funeral for my very best friend. His name is Mel Snyder, one of the finest men that I've ever met. He was my best friend and my mentor for over 31 years. He helped us build our church. He gave generously. We would not be in the church building we're in. We would not have this other building made. We would, so many things would not have happened if Mel wouldn't have came to my church 31 years ago. He was so amazingly generous. And those that were struggling, he gave money to people and let, lent money to people. Nobody, they, many of them did not pay him back. He used to drive me crazy. And he said, Tom, it's only money. He said, it's only money. He said, God, you honor God, he'll take care of you. And and he was the greatest example that he taught me about finances, taught me about having faith to believe. He's the one that talked me into building our new building, and I wasn't going to do it. He said, Tom, God will take care of us. Where's your faith? Have faith. Every year we'd have the budget, and I'd want to keep kind of the budget the same. No, we're raising the budget. He was my chairman of my board for seven years. We're going to, no, we're going to raise it. We're going to believe in faith. Every year we made it. Every year. Second Corinthians 9, 7 says, Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So here it's not the 10% philosophy. It's give what God tells you in your heart to give. I will never argue with people about what God tells them. I don't even know. I don't even want to know what people give. I have no desire to know what people give. There's some people I know because they give it to me to give, and especially people that give large sums. They say, Pastor, would you put this in? I don't want to go in the offering or whatever it might be. But you know what? It Be a cheerful giver. If you give $10, be cheerful about it. If you give 100 be cheerful about it. 1000 10000 500000 whatever it might be, be cheerful about it. God wants a cheerful giver, not out of compulsion, not out of guilt. I don't want you to listen to this message today. I'm so guilty. I can't. I've been so bad. Listen, it's between you and God. It's not between you and me. You and God. God is interested in you feeling guilty about giving. He doesn't want you to give with a negative heart. And if that's the case, you're giving out of the wrong spirit. You give because you understand what God's desire is for you, that you want to honor God through giving. Giving is a very important component of our worship. I don't want you leaving uh, part of this message saying, Pastor hammered on me today. But I want you to leave saying, God led me and showed me direction. God showed me some new truths that I need to respond to. Remember, God loves a cheerful giver, not a grumpy one. God's dividends are paid on obedience. People of God, be obedient. I'm through with this servanthood series this week, and some of you are saying, thank the Lord, he's done with that. But I don't care where you go to church, I don't care what your situation is, honor God because he will honor you. He loves you, love him, show him you love him by being obedient to the word of God. Hey, I hope you have a great week and be positive and touch others' lives through the power of Jesus Christ. Take care. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.